At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we begin the Tuesday edition of Big Bets here at South Point Casino and Hotel. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw coming at you here on this fine Tuesday. Going to have our guy Frank Schwab join us at the top of the hour from Yahoo Sports. Get Frank's thoughts on the final four of the NFL, and then buckle up, America. Tim Doyle is back in hour number two to talk all things college hoops and maybe sneak in some NBA as well. But you right now are waiting on a ginger ale to be delivered to the studio. And ginger ale is one of the, the rarest things. And Timmy and I actually talk about it, Tim Doyle. It's, a, it's an airline drink. Like you, I, Why is that? Why is that is the question. Why is it only on airlines? I, I always get, I rarely drink anything but water. The one thing I'll get on a plane is, a, I get generally two things on a plane, either a ginger ale or a tomato juice. Both of them, no <laughs> ice, of course. When else would you get a tomato juice or a ginger ale? Well, I used to drink tomato juice at home. And then, you know, I read about how much nonsense they put in these oh, drinks. So in the I tomato stopped, juice? Yeah, and uh, orange juice and tomato juice and all that stuff. So I stopped drinking it. It is an airline phenomenon. It is. The thrill of getting the ginger ale. Is it still? I feel like it's, it was like a 90s uh, you think airline. Like, I think that might be true, though, because yeah. I think a lot of the It's pe- getting past that. First of all, I, I know exactly I, what you guys are talking about. I feel bizarre. the same way. It's so, bizarre. Either you're sick or you're on an airplane. It's the only time you drink <laughs> ginger ale. So, Does it have caffeine in it? No caffeine. No caffeine. Oh, I was going to say, a mall shot might be bouncing off the walls today. Dude, I, I tell you what. He knows exactly what he's putting <laughs> in the I body. tell you what, if we had, I would tell you guys to get an insurance policy if I came on air and I drank like a Red Bull. Because I'm pretty sure I'd be dead before the show is over. 
Um, but you know, one of the things I would advocate for every airline, <laughs> exactly, heart attack like, city. I kind of want to see it, but I don't want them all to die. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the experiment. No. I mean, you, know, you know, one thing I've always advocated they should have on airlines. If your flight is less than two hours, they should do like they do in Asia where you get on the plane and they just hand you like a snack and a water pack. Boom. Done. No, none of this food beverage service yeah. down the line. Forget all that. That is such and a then, good point. Take a bag and go to your chair. Absolutely. 100%. You don't need it. And then you get these clowns on there like, uh, excuse me, uh, do you have a uh, Arnold Palmer? I'm like, dude, what do you think this is? Although an Arnold Palmer would be fantastic. Maybe a little something, something maybe a John Daly for those that know what a John Daly is versus an Arnold Palmer. I'm surprised these guys aren't like, uh, yeah, can I get a one uh, white Russian, an Irish car bomb, a Moscow <laughs> mule? I'm like, come on, give me a break. That's fascinating. I've never seen you drink anything other than water. Uh, by the way, uh, Michael Gelkin, we've had on the program yes. here, of course, uh, Dallas Cowboys beat writer says that uh, Ezekiel Elliott would be willing to take a pay cut Woo. to stay in Dallas. It's something that we've brought up a lot on the show throughout the year. I've always said he's the highest paid fullback in the NFL. And look, that's not really a knock on Zeke. I'm not trying to, to discredit what he is to the team. He, he, there is a role for him. It's just the price tag that he has going into next year. You know, they got to try to get Tony Pollard back, who obviously had the devastating injury against the Niners. You know, we're in that time now, Maul, where we start looking at futures markets once, once the release for next year. You really have to look at team makeup. And yeah. who's going to be on the team? What can they afford to get for the team? They had to let Amari Cooper go last year for $20 million. They couldn't really afford him. The Cowboys would be one of those teams. It would be very interesting to see what they do at the running back position. I assume they bring Tony Pollard back, and the injury might make him a little bit less expensive, sadly for him. But there are a lot of question marks in that backfield right now in Dallas. Yeah, a few things to address. It's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine about Zeke and Pollard, and he said he brought up a great point. He goes, if you're the NFL PA – you have to put in a policy for rookie running backs that get drafted that they should get a t different type of deal. They shouldn't be on a rookie type of deal because Pollard gets hurt in that game. Broken mm. fibula, needs surgery. How does that impact him when he goes into free agency next right. year? And the other thing we were talking about, he goes, and we had said this actually when Zeke signed the contract, don't pay him. Oh, yeah. You should not pay any running back. You know, to me, Derrick Henry, I'd rather give him two years and $50 million than a four-year, $100 million or a five-year, $100 million deal because none of these guys generally at that position are able to sustain themselves over the long haul. And you look at Pollard sustaining this injury. I mean, he was making what equates to almost minimum wage at $950,000 as a rookie I'm on that rookie contract, yep. you know? So it's a huge difference in terms of how this plays out. I'm with you. And again, I was one of those guys back in the day saying, you know, when Zeke was jumping the line of those that remember in the Cowboy history there, he absolutely jumped the line. And because of that contract, it Byron Jones was a guy that they could not afford. Then he went to Miami. They were trying to pay him. There are certain guys in that flow because Zeke jumped the line at the running back position, and all of a sudden you go, where'd all the money go? Dak had to wait to get his. So there are money decisions out there. The Cowboys have drafted very well. I, you know, I'm not one of those guys that goes, the Bills have to blow it up. The Cowboys have to blow it up. We're going to make all these changes. you got to make subtle changes to get better because you're not in the Final Four if you're those two teams. But I think you know this is a week-to-week -week league, as we well know. You know. Everybody's talking about Joe Burrow, and we should be talking about Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is great, but they were dead to rights against Baltimore the week before. Yeah, exactly. You know, so this it shows you how precarious, and and there's only going to be one team and one fan base that's happy at the end of the end of this uh, postseason. Well, absolutely right, and uh, I, you know, kudos to Zeke for having the foresight to realize he was going to get clipped and yep. to restructure his contract. That would be crucial to them retaining him. Very quickly, I don't know if you've seen on social media, but Eli Apple yeah, has been it. going at it with the Diggs brothers. Now he's really going at Stefan Diggs. And then uh, Trayvon Diggs got involved in the mix, too, in the fray 
on social media. And I was texting with our buddy who's been on the show many times, Brian McFadden, two-time Super Bowl champion, and also does a podcast with Patrick Peterson. These yeah. are corners. And I said, you know, I was at the draft with BMAC in 2016 when Eli Apple was coming out of Ohio State, and the Giants drafted him. And I talked to him on draft night, and I thought, I'll never forget him all. I thought, but well, he looks slight, and he looks young. Mm-hmm. You fast forward seven years, whatever you think of Eli Apple, he's bounced around. Didn't work out in New York. Didn't exactly work out in New Orleans. It looks like it's working out with Cincinnati at least. And two years running, he's in an AFC title game, and he went to a Super Bowl last year, of course, the Cooper Cup thing. But, boy, he and the Diggs brothers – are getting after it on social media. I find it very entertaining. If that's where you want to take your beefs, then bring them to Twitter. Like, it's fun for us to watch. But, wow, I wonder if Eli should also be paying attention to maybe Travis Kelsey and the Chiefs and stop, you know, talking to the Diggs brothers who are both out of the tournament now. Yeah, I I think he didn't learn his lesson from the first time around. But, you know, some people are that way. And I I do disagree, though, in terms of, you know, look – doesn't take away from your preparation. I don't know if people expect guys to be like paying attention to this 168 hours a week. Right. Uh, but th- that's not a concern. But uh, I find it interesting. Look, I, you know, I saw Stefan Diggs going back at people saying, like, hey, I'm mad about losing in this and that. I, I don't have a problem with it. You know, what the problem is with Twitter, everybody's got an opinion now and it's able to be put out to where everyone else can see it. Yeah. So they, they think they can say whatever they want, repercussions or ramifications. I always said, you want to make it actually legit and above board, make everyone register with a driver's license. We'll find out how much uh, smack talking goes on then. Exactly. And by the way, I don't, you know, for the, I, I like to call us civilians because we don't play the game. When the actual combatants get in the arena, that's when it's entertaining for me on Twitter. Cause these yeah. the guys actually play the games. So I find that comical. I will say this, when you look at the numbers here, we're going to get into this obviously with Frank and throughout the hour. The numbers have moved ever so slightly here. Now, remember yesterday this time, the Eagles were two and a half over the Niners. That hasn't moved. The total now is at 46, I'm seeing, and we mentioned the totals might change ever so slightly. How about this one, though? The Bengals are now two and a half over the Chiefs. That's the big money mover of the day. Wow. So I'm seeing a lot of popular plays out there, two here at South Point, two and a half out there as well. If you can get those two and a half small, would you consider looking for that eight, you know, six point tees here and take the Niners plus eight and a half? And if you can find a two and a half of the Bengals and or the Chiefs and the Chiefs at eight and a half, and then see if the number moves again because you could find some potential middles if these numbers swing. I'm a little surprised that it's getting close to two two and a halves here. How much do we make of this being just the injury to Patrick Mahomes? I think it's all of it. And I know Cincinnati played extremely well, but I still think a lot of it has to do with Mahomes. Are you really betting against this guy? I think he's, what, 41-9 and nine or 40-9 and nine at home in his career? Well, he doesn't lose in, as an underdog at home. No, that's why, I mean, to me, I hope they keep betting the Bengals. You should be a three-point favorite in Arrowhead on the road, two-point favorite. Come on, give me a break. So, obviously, I mean, everybody knows the elephant in the room. And, again, I referenced it yesterday in the show with – Andy Reid saying he's, he's got a he's got an ankle injury. Uh, I guess they reported it's a high ankle sprain. I mean, Andy knows exactly what it is. So that's the cat and mouse thing. Is really how compromised will Patrick Mahomes be? Because this is a line move. Not that he would be out, but what would it be if he was healthy? Four. So we have a we have a six point line move for a guy who is playing, and we saw him still in the second half figure out a way. To get through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Normally you, you see a six, seven point line move for a quarterback of his ilk, the MVP to be, and that's because he's not playing. Yeah. But he is, as of our conversation, playing. That's what surprises me about this massive move. 
I, I, this is a huge revenge spot for the Chiefs. I think they'll be ready. They'll be fine. Well, how how do they get it done if he's one-dimensional? Because, you know, part of 15's greatness is improvising. It's it's on the roof, it's on the move. It's, you know, making these plays I, that nobody else can really make off schedule. Yeah, I don't disagree with you there, but I'll tell you one thing. He's still the best player regardless of he's on schedule, off schedule. I mean, he's still the best quarterback in the NFL. I, I agree with that. So you're gonna see Pat you're gonna see pocket Patrick. Right, and you just got to protect mean, not, that guy. This, this isn't Lamar Jackson we're talking about. No, no, no. <laughs> but but he's on the move. The difference between he and Lamar is yes, he can take off with his legs down the field, but he's keeping the head up and he's he's making plays down the field out of the pocket, right? Whereas Lamar a lot of times likes to take off. So you take away that ability where you just have to keep him in the pocket. Everything's got to be on schedule. No, I, I don't disagree with you, but I I don't like the assertion that this guy's. Throws the ball with the accuracy of Lamar Jackson. This guy's still a stone-cold killer in the pocket, out of the pocket, on the move, improvising, doesn't make a difference. He's the best player in the league. And really, as good as Joe Burrow is, and he's done a tremendous job, but Joe Burrow is not at the level of Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes already is Canton-bound. Right, like if he oh, retires yeah, yeah, yeah. tomorrow, he's going. He's in. Canton. He's already there. He, yeah, exactly. No, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that he's. No, but I'm I, saying. I'm saying. I get your point. Like he does improvise a lot and puts a lot of pressure on the defense. Yeah. But this guy's ability to throw the ball with accuracy and the plays that he makes, whether in the pocket, outside of the pocket, doesn't change. My biggest thing is can he plant and throw? If right. he can do that, he's good. That's my question. Yeah. Is like if he's one-dimensional Patrick or you know, pocket Patrick for this game, you know, you gotta use your legs to throw. And I, I wonder what that's gonna look like. But again, this is the guessing game, and nobody knows, but you're seeing what the, the books are saying is they're betting against Patrick Mahomes in his limited capacity here. Uh, as we get closer and closer to Sunday. Much more to get to. Let's get into some college basketball next when we come back here and pick your brain on what could be an interesting night on the hardwood. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all 
I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest games, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's VSIN slash subscribe. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. We keep rolling on this edition of Big Bets. And I did want to um, bring this to your attention before we get into the college basketball slate. Because we were talking about Twitter and, well, it's an interesting place sometimes for athletes. Now, Nick Sirianni made these comments yesterday at a press conference. And this is what Nick had to say. And I will quote, I know this is high praise. But to have him, Jalen Hurts, out there is like having, I shouldn't even go there, but it's like having Michael Jordan out there. Nick Sirianni. Now look, props to your guy. You want to build him up. You want it. Jalen Hurts was on an MVP. Looked like he was going to win the MVP until he got hurt. I don't know that this is smart, though, of Sirianni to do this before the NFC Championship game. Because while it's – he might actually believe it. I'm not saying Sirianni is delusional. I'm saying that he might actually believe it to be true. But I don't know that that is the type of thing that you want the other guys to go, hey, like Nick Bosa, hey, do you guys know we're going up against Jordan this weekend? Because this is the type of stuff that, that media, odds makers, we don't care – but bulletin board stuff in those other locker rooms, this is the type of stuff that they put bullseyes on. Was he referring to the actor? Because <laughs> I, 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 I know he's not talking about Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I believe it's not the actor. I believe I mean, he's he made means, some decent movies, so yeah, he's kind of a solid well, actor. Maybe could, he's going to play Jalen Hurts, an, an older Jalen Hurts. I, can see I, was, I was just thinking career path, like solid. One, <laughs> yeah. One's got yeah. a potential MVP year. One's had a good movie or two. I don't even know besides Rocky what else he's been in. But the Those point being, movies, though. But yeah, the point is, I didn't see him, so I'll take your word on it. But uh, <laughs> the point is, you're really going to compare Jalen Hurts to Michael Jordan? I saw that Alabama backers and I think Alabama Twitter was trying to like recat re- reclaim him as one of their own after they really That sounds about right. Right? <laughs> so so like we got these weird things going on here. Like Bama wants Jalen Hurts back now. What's Sirianni's compared him to MJ. Shouldn't he go win and he might go win? So one. Nick Sirianni should be drug tested. That's the first thing we know. Um you know, it's funny. I see on Twitter so there's this idiot. I don't want to mention him by name because I don't want to give him any credit. 
Uh, he always tweets out that Joe Burrow is an Ohio State guy. Okay, so what? He graduated from there. Georgia doesn't claim Justin Fields. Just shut up about it, okay? Right. Burrow's an LSU guy. Get over it. It's a weird thing. Like, you shouldn't – so Bama really shouldn't be claiming Jalen Hurts anymore, right? That's Oklahoma. I'm going to tell you right now, if Jalen Hurts doesn't play for Lincoln Riley, he's not making the pros. It changed the whole course of his career. No, the one thing, you can say whatever you want about Lincoln. Lincoln doesn't know the other side of the ball, especially when you hire guys that have guys like Alex Grinch. But in terms of developing players at the collegiate level, he's only had three Heisman Trophy winners in like the last six years. It's amazing. So, again, just remember, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, Michael Jordan. We don't believe the actor. Could be wrong. Let's get to Don't the assume, Dave. Don't assume. You never can assume these days anymore. Uh, let's get to the college basketball slate tonight, and let's talk about we are Penn State against Are You Ready? Rutgers, uh, formerly called The Rack. What, yeah. I don't know what it's called now. Uh, Jersey Subs or Jersey Subs Arena. It's always going to be The Rack to me and all. They're going to get uh, six and a half. Jersey Nippy Mike's. Jersey, Jersey Mike's. Mike's. That sounds a lot better. Than The Rack? <laughs> Not the Jersey Subs. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jersey, Mike, Jersey, Jersey, Jersey Mike's is great. Jersey Mike's is great. Is Jersey Subs not this place? I don't know. I, don't I think, think it this is. is one and the same, but yeah, different moniker. Uh, but I know you like this Penn State team. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers took one on the chin last week at Sparty. They were ranked. They're not ranked anymore. It doesn't mean a whole lot to you and I, that's for sure. But now Penn State getting six and a half on the road. Is this a bounce back spot for RU? Uh, I think it is. They get the. I think they get the win um, after that tough loss against Sparty, as you mentioned. But to me, I think six and a half is a little bit high here. I've been looking at the Nittany Lions. Love Jalen Pickett and Seth Lundy. They've done a tremendous job for this team. Rutgers are a really good basketball team. You're going to have a lot of teams in from the Big Ten in the tournament. I think most of them will be gone by the end of the first weekend. But you've got a very still competitive league. Uh, to me, I'd go with the Lions here in six and a half. Excuse me, yeah. with the six and a half here. Amal, I know you, I, I believe, I don't want to speak for you, that you believe the Big 12 is the best conference in college basketball. Is that fair? Oh, it's not even close. Okay. There, there are no gimmies in that league. When I look at the Big 10, I, I feel like it's like, you know, a basketball cannibalism where they just kind of eat, yeah. eat each other here. And I don't know who's that much better than the other, right? I think obviously Purdue feels like the class uh, of the league. But is that what we're seeing night in night out in the Big Ten? It's that, that typical Big Ten style that you don't think necessarily might translate to March. Yeah, I, I just think that the teams are solid. They're not great. I think the SEC's top half is way better than the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I think the Big 12, I mean, to me, the weak point in the league is Oklahoma State. Are you really just rolling into gallagher Ibun rolling out with a win? It's not an easy place to play. No. We saw Oklahoma lose the other night by 15 or something after they had a lead, I think, at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, there are no spots in that league tonight. K-State's a five-and-a-half-point dog at Iowa State. We'll talk about that game shortly. You look at Texas. They're an eight, eight-and-a-half-point favorite against Oklahoma State. You expect them to win the game, but it's still not a gimme, even though they're at home. There's just – last night, KU never got into the game against Baylor. Nope. A crier, George. George didn't play particularly well last night, but, I mean, they just have so many – like, the league is so good, it's unbelievable. Yeah, the Big 12 life on the road is tough. What about the ACC? And I know if this is not – you know, your usual Leonard Hamilton, Florida State squad, right? Now Miami's coming in, laying three. I wonder what Kelly thinks about his alma mater here in this spot, getting three at home. Money line play would be plus $1.35. Um, you know, on the surface, you look at this and go mismatch. But again, we're talking about on the road, rivals, small number. What do you make of it? 
Yeah, tough spot here. Uh, Miami's the better team, but I don't necessarily believe I would I would bet them in this spot. You mentioned it. You summarized it perfectly. It's a rivalry game. Florida State's won two in a row on the road at Notre Dame. They dominated that game. Mm-hmm. They win at uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, they were up 10 at the break. They were down in that game 15-5. to five. They close out the first half, I believe, on like a 35-15 run or something ridiculous like that. Um, but they did a nice job. They're starting to play a little bit better. I think the talent isn't necessarily there, but in a rivalry game, uh, unless you're extremely confident in the Hurricanes who are playing good basketball, uh, I wouldn't take them in this spot. Tuesday night in Tally, Dave, you don't just roll in there into Leon County <laughs> Civic Center. Drinks will be flowing at pot bellies. A simple walk down the street to the Civic Center. Game on. This is, See, this is why he's my guy, man. I absolutely <laughs> love this. And I think what the exercise is, though, and this is why I love having these ex- exercises. People are going to look at that number and go, well, I got, I got to bet Miami here, mm-hmm. right? And you're going to look at the board, and there might be, what, 30, 40 games in the board. And what, what you almost do is, by process of elimination, games you want to avoid. And this would be one of those where you can find better, better numbers and better spots in a college basketball board than a rivalry game, as, you know, Kelly might be kidding, but in all seriousness, you're going to get your best shot from the Seminoles tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you're going to keep looking down the board to see if we can find one of those better spots. Do we find one tonight at the Grove? And that will be Mizzou coming to town again. Small number on the road, just laying one. So you're basically who's going to win this game. Will it be M-I-Z or are we looking at Ole Miss? Well, first of all, I played this game under. It was 145 in the overnight. I thought it was too high as soon as I saw Ole Miss. Kermit Davis's teams cannot get into a high-scoring game with Missouri. They will get blown out by Gates' team in this one. A couple of injury things to update on this one. Let's start with Ole Miss. Matthew Morrell, their leading scorer, going to be a game-time decision with a knee injury. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to go or not in this one, Dave. Mm-hmm. The other one, Kobe Brown right now, game-time decision for Missouri in this game. He hurt his ankle with about, I want to say, six seconds remaining against uh, – Arkansas, and you could see the turn of the ankle. It was pretty bad. Ooh. So I don't know if he's necessarily going to be able to go in this one. Kobe Brown averages about 16 points a game. He's a good inside rebounder for them, can do a lot of different things. This would be a big blow. I think this is going to be a slower pace game. If you're Ole Miss, you cannot speed up and play at Missouri's pace. You'll get blown out. That's what they do. They want to get up and down the floor, shoot the three ball uh, when the opportunity presents itself, and go quickly. I, I just don't think Ole Miss would have a chance in that style of game. They don't score effectively enough offensively. I would look at taking the under here, still at 143.5, not a bad play. I would take this thing down to 142 or 141. There it is, and I, that's the exercise because a mall is going to have a demarcation line where you're going to say, okay, now it's it's gotten out of whack. I've lost the best of the number. And so, again, everybody out there, excuse me, watching and listening, a mall's number is going to be about 142, 141.5, and that's where the value has been extracted uh, from that total. But right now, Maul's bet, bet, best bet is that under that you've got at an even better number, what, 145, correct? Yeah, in the overnight, I saw the number, and I just said Ole Miss. But Ole Miss's games are usually like 127, 128. Now you got an 18-point adjustment for Missouri. Too high. And, you know, Jay Billis makes this point. It's an excellent point, which is it's easier to slow a team down than it is to speed up an opponent. Because you can kind of dictate that. It's hard, right? If you've got the ball and you're, in essence, just kind of running your offense, you're taking your time. You saw it last night in the Baylor game. At the end of the game, they almost allowed KU back in the game because they were so stagnant in terms of just taking the air out of the ball, which benefited them getting to the end of the game. But still, if, you, if you're if you old Miss, you're going to have to do that. And then Kermit Davis's teams will play defense. Uh, Jay and I were playing golf once, and he was getting on me on the course. And I said, hey, how many points did you score against Purvis Ellison in 86? And you know what he said to me? You didn't play. He said, how many did you score? We scored the same. Zero. When we come back, we'll get into more basketball. <laughs> I would have asked him something else after that. <laughs> We're back with more big bets next here on BC.
VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Eastern Big Vets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for, but Zen Nicotine Pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients. It's com- completely tobacco-free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. So buy Zen online or find a store near you at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Back alongside them all, Shaw Dave Ross here. We keep rolling on this edition of Big Bets. Again, we're going to have Frank Schwab join us from Yahoo Sports at the top of the hour. And then Tim Doyle, uh, we love talking hoops with Timmy D, of course, from uh, CBS Sports and beyond. So we're going to talk a lot of hoops and a lot of NFL in the next hour. Now, let's continue our conversation here on the college hardwood. There was one game I did not get to that I did want to pick your brain on. That's Ohio State against Illinois. Illinois is a would mercurial team be a, a good adjective for them because I can't quite figure out uh, what's going on with Brad Underwood's squad this year. They're laying four at home against the Buckeyes. Yeah, I would agree with you there. By the way, do you like if Brad Underwood came to your living room to recruit you? I, I just couldn't see going to play for that guy. I'll tell you this: he won me over back in my Chicago days. I did some uh, interviews with Coach and. I probably would have had the same opinion that you do right now. And then afterward, I went, well, likable guy. Like, he, what you see on that sideline doesn't look like a guy you'd want to play for to me. But then he can be quite charming, which is, I, you know this, all. This is part of the courtship process of kids. You go in those living rooms, and you got to be, like, in, you got to be almost split personality. Like, here, I'm the nice guy. I want you to come. And then when you play for me, it's going to be a little bit different, and we're going to try to make you a man. That's that's kind of the mo I think that a lot of coaches have. Now, yeah. whether well, you tell not- Sergeant Hulka, that's not what he signed up for. I expect you to win basketball games, and he doesn't seem to be doing that at a phenomenal rate there by any stretch. No, but this is a team that I I I don't know how talented is Illinois because they they appear on a given night that they can be quite talented, and then on other nights you just scratch your head and go, "Is this the same Illini team I watched a week ago?" And so, what would that come down to? Well, could be coaching or you talent. Could, you could say could be. Or I would talent. say it is. Listen, you come into Las, Las Vegas and you beat UCLA. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got the ability to beat, uh, you know, pretty much anybody in the country. Six and four in their last 10. They get blown out by IU at home. They got embarrassed by Penn State earlier this year at Assembly Hall. And I think it's Brad Underwood. Look, I just don't think people are signing up to play for that piece of bark that looks like he's going to yell at you every day. I mean, to me, I just, he's not a guy that I would want to, like Bill Self, that guy's winning living rooms. Bill Self, when I remember when I covered the Big 12, he's a likable guy. Like, you, even if you don't like KU, you like Bill Self. I don't look at Brad Underwood and go, yeah, you know what? He's the kind of guy I want to sit there and talk hoops with. I, again, I'm with you. I, that would have been my perception until yeah. actually talking to the guy. But, and that did change my perception of him. I, listen, I'm sure he's probably – there are people coming to play there like Terrence Shannon transferring in. But then again, anyone's going to seem much more affable after you played for Chris Beard. You don't want to get punched. <laughs> yeah. You know, the bottom line is that when you look at this matchup, it's going to be tough for uh, the Buckeyes going on the road here. But a shorter number here, I would lean towards taking the Illini in this particular mm. spot. Um, but Ohio State needs this win. They got uh, they got a good win on Saturday against Iowa. Thought that was a gravy number at three. Uh, but this one, to me, the number's right where it should be. But I lean towards Illinois not playing this one. Ohio State needs a good road win if they're going to make a push to get in the Big Ten tournament. Right now, they're one of the few teams in the Big Ten outside of the tournament looking in. 
All right, so maybe look uh, towards the Illini here, laying that small number of four at home. Let's get to some puck action tonight uh, as we kind of take a cursory look there at college basketball, moving to the NHL. And you look at the Bruins, best team in hockey. Canadiens, not so much. North of the border, you're going to Les Habitants and take on the Canadiens. Look at that juicy money line if you think you can get the big upset at plus 340. <laughs> Minus 410, jeez. Wow. And look at the puck line. If you want to just take a goal and a half, you still get plus money on the Canadiens at plus $1.30. You know, the first sweater I ever owned, and please, people, if you, if you know hockey, it's not a jersey. It's a sweater. Was a Canadian sweater in uh, upstate New York because back then it was Guy Lafleur, Steve Shutt, Ken Dryden. Number 15. Look at you. You know your stuff. Is there any chance that the ghost of Canadians past can push the current group of Bruins, which looks like the best in the biz? Uh, I don't think so. Cole Caulfield out for the rest of the year with shoulder surgery for the uh, Canadians. That's a big blow. Second leading scorer on the team. The Bruins are going to have Swayman in net tonight. Boston just continues to roll. The big thing if you're Boston right now, probably need another four checker on this team. But other than that, I think they're solid throughout they should be ready to roll. They're going to win the President's Cup trophy, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, absolutely nobody's even in the rearview mirror. Uh, can't lay this price with the bees. That's just absurd. 410 on the road. I mean, anything can happen. We saw a couple of weeks ago, Canadians go down to MSG, beat the Rangers on a Sunday, I think 2-1 to one or 3-1. to one. So, got to be a little bit cautious there in terms of playing that game. That's either a stay away, play the puck line yep. on either side, or just don't get involved in the game. Yeah, I think the puck line is the only way you can go there, um, potentially either way. Uh, let's get to the Wild tonight against the Lightning in uh, Tampa right now. So, uh, solid favorites here, minus $1.65 at home. But you look again at that puck line where it really flips. If you like the Lightning by, by one or more, you can get them at plus $1.55. Do you get into those uh, type markets if you like the favorite and then think, well, you know, we've talked about this over a bankroll over a course of a season if you hit more puck lines, you don't have to win all of them. But again, if you're managing your bankroll correctly, sometimes that juicy number of plus 155 uh, might be a profitable way. Yeah, I just haven't really gotten into the puck line in hockey much. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should. Uh, it's a good You mentioned it, 165 tonight in the Lightning down in Tampa. And then you are plus 155 if you can cover a goal and a half. You always have an opportunity. But see, the thing is, when you're up a goal, mm-hmm. You're not trying to score. You're just trying to get the puck out of your zone, and you're afraid of icing it. So unless you've got a great opportunity that's clear cut, you're not going to be taking that shot on net. When it's two goals, everybody, including the guy selling you concessions behind the goal, is trying to score. (laughs) And that's the difference in that situation. So they don't care about the icing as much. So it's just something to take into consideration of betting the puck lines. I like the lightning here. Vasilevsky going up against Marc-Andre Fleury. Andre Fleury is playing better, but still 14-9-3 with a 2.94. Vasilevsky 2012-2-1. Uh, with a 2.55. Tampa is one of these teams that they just continue to find ways. They've lost two in a row, so I think it's a good spot for them to bounce back. Let's uh, keep going here, and let's come out west. Uh, the Golden Knights here on the road. They're going to go west to east to take on the Devils tonight in Jersey. What exit? And New Jersey's minus eighty. And, again, you see the flip of the puck line there. Look at that. The Golden Knights, sizable dogs as you go west to east. And you're going to get plus sixty if you like the Road Warriors. Well, if you listen to Z100, everything's just two exits north of the Paramus Park Mall. So, <laughs> um, you know, I don't think it's there. But uh, anyway, um, you know, this is an interesting matchup here. Vitek Vanacek has quietly had an amazing season. So far, 19-5-2 for the Devils. Sits in with a 2.32 goals against in this particular spot. Devils have been tremendous this year. 7-1-2 in their last 10, 30-12-4 overall. And the big thing for me, Dave, is when you look at this team at, at 
home, they haven't been as good. So this might be an opportunity if you like the Knights here at plus 160. I want to quickly give you their home and road split for the okay. Devils. 12-10-2 in New Jersey. Ooh. On the road, 18-2-2. Is it, see, that doesn't seem to make any logical sense. No, it doesn't. And just to add to the uh, Knights' opportunity here, Vegas 14-13 and 13 at home, on the road, 15-4-2. And I get plus $1.60? I mean, exactly. I, I got to take a shot at that, right? Yeah. That, that's the only way you can play that, knowing those numbers. And again, that's astounding for as good as Jersey's been on the road to be lackluster at home, only you know two games above, is rather startling. It, it truly is, and I'm, I'm surprised by this number. And, you know, if you look at the Knights, the one area you're concerned with is that, and maybe you could take a shot and wait when they're behind one nothing. Six of their last seven games, they've given up the opening goal. The Knights have. Yeah, yes. Okay, so maybe if you really like the Knights, you can get a much uh, better number uh, in play there if they do give up that first goal as they have trended in that direction. Let's get to the Jets and the Preds tonight. And going to look at Winnipeg on the road as a small minus dollar 15 Preds, minus dollar five at home. And again, this is one of those where it's really interesting. If you do like the Jets on the road, look at that puck line number over $2, right? And again, conversely, I don't know why you'd play the Preds plus a goal and a half and lay 250. Yeah. There's no way I'm getting involved in that market. But that's where for such an even game, at least on paper, that you can really, if you think the Jets are going to win, you know, maybe get an empty net or tack one on, that's where it could really be advantageous. But which way would you lean here in what looks like close to a pick em? I wouldn't. Tough game here. Hellebeck against uh, UC Saros in this one. I'll tell you one thing. I know uh, Riddich has done a nice job backing it up, uh, Hellebuck, but it seems like Hellebuck plays every game. This is an important game for, for uh, excuse me, for Nashville in this one because when you look at the wild card, there's a glut of teams there. Edmonton, Calgary, Colorado, who's really starting to come on, mm-hmm. getting healthier. That's a big part of it. And then, of course, you've got St. Louis and Nashville right there. Uh, both of them, I mean, so th- this is an important opportunity against a team that's trending well. With a win, the Jets could move back into the lead in the Central Division, a point behind the Stars last night, who I think lost the game against the Sabres 3-2 uh, to two in that one in overtime. So if you're, if you're the Preds here, a good opportunity to get a couple of points in the home ice. If you're the Jets, a winnable game on the road. All right, when we come back, uh, we might dip our toe down under in the Aussie Open and see what's going on in the AO there. And also, we mentioned how social media has just been, it's been crazy 24 hours. I'm going to bring you something that Tom Brady had to say about his future, too, because there's going to be those markets out there. Where's Tom Brady going to play? I'll tell you what Tom Terrific had to say next. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on Visa. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. Olympics. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans with conference championships this weekend, it's time to check out Bet Rivers. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place a $10 bet or more in qualifying bets, and you get a share and a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying offers, eligibility bonuses, and credit use, full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. You know, sometimes as a reporter, you know, back in my day when you would talk to athletes on a day-in, day-out basis, you'd get these bizarre kind of rants that happened out of nowhere. I don't know if you remember, there was an old catcher for the Washington Nationals named Brian Schneider. And uh, they were asking Brian if he was hurt because a couple of his throws down to second weren't very good. And then he just stood up right in front of me and just went off on the media. I'm not blanking hurt, all right? I'm not blanking hurt. I missed a couple throws. I'm not blanking hurt. And then he just ran off, and he was it, it was like, whoa, where did that come from? So Jim Gray is doing his podcast with Tom Brady. And, you know, Tom's kind of known to – yeah, it's all shucks type guy, right? I just wonder what Jim Gray's reaction was when Jim asked him, you know, what are your plans for the offseason? And Brady said, if I knew what I was going to blank and do, I would have already blank and done it. Dude, just ask the question. What? Sometimes these guys, you don't know what's going to set them off. I don't know if this is testy Brady. I don't know if this shows that Brady is on this last you know, he's just hanging on by a thread these days. We know he's single. So maybe the offseason's a little bit different this year than it's been for a long time for Tom. But do you re I mean, Twitter's been just wild now with Eli Apple going at the Diggs brothers and now Brady. He's not going at Gray, but he's, you know, F bombs here and there. I just wonder what's going on with Tom Brady. Nothing. He's just so tired, sick and tired of dumb reporters asking dumb questions. 
You think he's like, Jim Gray, stop asking me what I'm going to do? Dave, you've been in these scrums. i got to tell you right now, having been to a lot of events, most of these people should have their credentials stripped because they're too stupid. <laughs> Isn't it th- one this of those... one's different, though, because this is a show that they I don't, I don't, get care. I don't, I don't care. Just because we do a show, if Dave asks me something dumb, you think I'm just going to acquiesce and capitulate with my response? I mean, it is odd that that's your co-host, and then all of a sudden he says, hey, have you made up your mind yet? I'll tell you when I freaking make Dave, up my mind. Dave, you come on the show yesterday and say Super Dak Prescott. I didn't say Super Dak yesterday. I would order two hot cups of coffee, and I wasn't drinking either of them. Okay? <laughs> but I didn't say Super Dak. That's my point, because you're not dumb enough to do that. Right. That's, so don't ask him dumb questions. You know, one of the things that people don't realize is, and this is what's so hard about being from an athlete's perspective, you sit there, you just played an emotional sporting event, you mm-hmm. lost a crucial game, and then you've got these idiots who ask you a question. And it goes back to the Tampa situation with Giovanni Bernard. Look, I thought if they if they had any sales training, they would have known how to approach him and how to ask the question. Hey, Gio, look, I know we haven't had an opportunity to speak with you all season. If we could, oh, grab, was... you for, if we could grab you for just a moment, we'd appreciate it. I That's could... it. Simple, simple dialogue. I'm available for, to teach these morons. Actually, they're too stupid to learn, so I shouldn't even offer my services. But the point is... It's how you phrase things in yes. life. It's vitally important. And to me, there's a time and a place for everything. And the guy just came off of a loss 10 days ago, whatever. Some people take a week. Some people take a month. Some people never get over certain things, whatever the case may be. But Jim Gray asking this question, how many times do you think Tom Brady's been asked this over this year? I would say the over-under is 100, and I'd take the over. Uh, let me finish the quote. You ready for this? Yeah. So after he does the F-bomb thing, he then says, I'm taking it a day at a time. I appreciate you asking. Thank you. So that was the that was the walk back. That was the immediate walk back by Brady, right? I probably shouldn't have cussed twice at Jim Gray. So my walk back is, you know, I'm just do, taking do, a, a day do, at a time. But I appreciate the question. Thank you. Damian Lewis's character in Billions has a great line. He goes, you know what the great thing about FU money is? You get to say F you. That's right. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I say it and I don't have any money. Imagine if I were rich. Holy cow. I'd be, I'd be like, dude, what am I even doing on the phone with Jim Gray? You guys aren't even paying me enough money. I mean, there's all kind of rumors floating around out there about what Brady's going to do, whether he's coming out here to the desert. There will be a market out there pretty much sooner than later for where Brady's next destination is going to be. You know, Aaron Rodgers still hasn't made his decision. You know, there are crazy theories abounding now that maybe he ends up in Dallas. I mean, th- that this is what happens, Amal, when you are two generational quarterbacks and you have not said what you're going to do. This leads to speculation, and it you know, leads it, to people putting dumb things out there into the ether. No, it leads to the speculation because it's hard to talk about two games for 168 hours. That's, That's right. what happens. That's right. There's nothing else to talk about, so they got to speculate. There's no reason to speculate on it. He'll make a decision. He makes a decision. At that point, you know, just come up with some other content to discuss. You know, if you're the Cowboys, do you have the guts to walk away from Dak Prescott? But what's a realistic solution? There probably isn't one on the surface. But with this guy, he's another Jimmy Garoppolo. You're not going to win anything with him. Well, that's that, those are the type of internal conversations that have to be going on today, right? Is that you're sitting there going, well, can we go get a Tom Brady? Can we go get an Aaron Rodgers? Would that be the final piece to a puzzle for the Cowboys? Like, these are the type of things in the futures markets that you're going to – look, we saw it last year when it looked like it was going to be Aaron Rodgers was going to Denver. Remember that, America? That was last year. Remember the numbers – that were flying off the board and the Broncos were getting shorted because Aaron Rodgers is going to play with his guy, Nathaniel Hackett. Didn't happen. And then they get Russell Wilson and the numbers still stay there. Oh, this is what happens every offseason. 
in the betting market because we are trying to fit square pegs and round holes and see who's going to end up where in the musical uh, chairs that is the quarterback carousel. I mean, yeah, fair. I mean, but my question is, when Brady decides what he wants to do, he'll make a decision, he'll let people know, and that's that. I, I, there's no reason to speculate on it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's what Jim Gray was getting at until he got uh, rebuffed. I love that he did that. He should have been doing that for a long time in his career. <laughs> uh, right. No, it is it is comical, though, that they, that is a contractual thing, that they work together and do this thing in this podcast every week. Well, Jim me... was probably, whoa, whoa, didn't see all that coming. I was just, you know, I had to ask the question, right, Tom? Yes, I appreciate the question. Thank well, you. You know, I had to respond in any way I wanted, right, Jim? <laughs> uh, I wonder what the response is going to be in the AL, because uh, I know that you like – We've got some names still left in there. I asked you yesterday about Victoria Azarenka. Yeah. And she was about 15 to 1 24 hours ago. Look at her now. And I asked you if she could win this thing. And now she's plus 450. That's a quite the drop in the marketplace as we move on now. What do you make of what we have left in the ladies down under? Yeah, a great performance by her against Pagula yesterday, really dominating that match. Uh, Pagula really struggled out of the block. And Azarenka, in dominant fashion, takes care of business there. I think that one was. Uh, what, 6-4 or 7-5 in the first set, and then uh, wins it 6-1 uh, in the second set. Uh, Pliskova really playing well. I think Pliskova 10-1 is worth a shot. Has not uh, been broken more than three times in this tournament so far. She takes on Magda Lynette today. I took Pliskova at minus 170. I took Rybakina yesterday, rolled over Ostapenko. Ostapenko had no shot. A friend of mine sent me a great text. He goes, every ball she hits is just wide, and somebody on the commentator goes, she's a Fruit Loop, and then she argues every call. It's it's I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, Sabalenka playing very well, destroyed Benchich on Sunday. Good opportunity here in the U.S. Monday out there in uh, Melbourne. And so she takes on uh, Vekic today, but Vekic, I think, is 5-1 and one or 6-1 and one in her career against Sabalenka. has mm. done really, really well. So this is going to be an interesting tournament. Six names left. Rybakina playing very well. Sabalenka with a chance to win her first career Grand Slam. And again, you mentioned that the the one value play on the board would not be Azarenka because that would have the time to get her would have been before the Pagula yeah, match. Absolutely at fifteen to one. But you think Pushkova ten to one is still a good number? Yeah, I think she's got a shot. She's been to a Grand Slam final, hasn't been able to put it together, but quietly was flying under the radar this year and is doing pretty well. You know, you, you talk about temperament with, with some of the the women out there, and certainly we see this in men's tennis. We talk about with Nick Curious all the time, right? Are there any out of the final six here that you worry that now that you get to the spotlight that sometimes that pressure can can bust pipes? Yeah, Ariana Sabalenka. Um, you know, she's had a history of hitting too many double faults. Um, now, she hasn't done that. She's been great so far this year. I think 8-0 no, and won all 16 sets that she's played so far this year. Really gotten off to a fast start, but you always worry about that with her a little bit. Rebecca Keen is just unbelievable. Even keel. You don't know if she's winning or losing by her disposition, by the look on her face. Love that about her. Azarenka, great competitor, has won two grand slams. Vekic, every time she looks like the doctor told her she found out she's got cancer, every time she misses a shot. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's sometimes you, you wear that on your sleeve, and yeah. it's like you got to move on to the next point. Absolutely. And, and put that last one behind you, 14 to 1. Uh, for Vekic there. So, again, you see some of the longer shots there, but Pushkova feels like the playable number here at 10 to 1. But you do like uh, Elena here still as the, the favorite, the rightful favorite here, plus twenty five. Yeah, I think so. But I think Sabalenka could beat her for sure. Either of them are pretty good plays. Uh, the long shot, I think Pliskova today taking on Lynette. 
uh, and then Sabalenka takes on Vekic, and then we'll have the four left. So the one thing is Rybakina and Azarenka are both uh, on to the semis. That gives them that advantage. So there. maybe you could look at Pushkova if she gets her through her match today. You could have some hedgeable spots here. If yeah, absolutely. Once the numbers change, if she Great can get point. through yep. at 10-1. to 1. All right, we'll talk about the men's bracket a little bit later on in hour number two. But when we come back, we're talking all things Final Four in the NFL as we're going to catch up with Yahoo Sports' Frank Schwab next, right here on Big Bets on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.